We are in the middle of what in the Episcopal Church we refer to as Holy Week. So we are on the, the countdown to Easter Sunday, this Sunday. And our readings invite us to consider what Jesus' life was, those last days um, in Jerusalem. And we kind of slow down the closer we get to Easter and begin to consider what Jesus' hours were like that last night with his friends and that Friday of the, the trial and the crucifixion. And then on Saturday, we in the Episcopal Church actually go kind of quiet. We don't have a, a, a Eucharist celebration and we remember the hours that Jesus was in the tomb before we come to celebrate Easter morning. This Wednesday gives us a reading that points us to a part of the gospel that maybe makes some people uncomfortable because it points us very clearly to the story of Judas, who would hand Jesus over to be arrested and crucified. In the Gospel of John, Judas is actually a bigger character than he is in the other Gospels. He doesn't get a whole lot of ink in the Bible, but in John, he's mentioned eight times. And then each time he is mentioned, he is considered equal with the other disciples, though the Gospel of John makes it clear that Jesus knows that Judas is going to be the one that betrays him. The reading that we get today is actually in the middle of that last evening Jesus has with his disciples. Just before this, Jesus has gotten on his knees and washed his disciples' feet. And Peter is the one at that point that actually protests and says, no, 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 don't do this. And Jesus tells them that if I don't do this, you don't have a share with me. Judas is in the room and presumably, because nothing is mentioned about him protesting or saying no, gets his feet washed just like the other disciples. And after that is done, after Jesus takes his seat back at the table, he says something that he only says three times in the Gospel of John, which is, we learn that he is troubled. Jesus is only troubled when he finds out that his friend Lazarus has died. He's troubled when he suddenly realizes that the hour of his glorification, the hour of his arrest and crucifixion had come. He's troubled then. And then he's troubled in this moment after he washes his disciples' feet and realizes that the time has come for Judas to do what Judas is going to do. Now, the rest of the disciples are sort of clueless, the way they tend to be about a lot of things in Scripture, and don't understand exactly what Jesus is talking about, even when Jesus says, the one I give this bread is the one that is going to betray me. And when Jesus says, Judas, go do what you're supposed to do, but do it quickly, they think they, Jesus has sent him on some errand. In this scene, after we've gone from this sort of intimate moment of Jesus washing his disciples' feet to this moment where Jesus gives Judas the favored position of giving him the first piece of bread, we kind of see, I think, what the real betrayal is. In John's Gospel, Judas is going to show up with the guards in the garden, but he's not going to kiss Jesus to identify who he is. Jesus will step out from the garden and identify himself. Judas's betrayal happens in this moment because it is in this moment that Judas ultimately breaks the relationship that he has with Jesus. 
Up until this point, he is just as loved and included in the circle of disciples as any of the others that had followed Jesus. But in this moment, Judas leaves. He takes the bread and he goes out into the night. And Jesus says that it is at this time that the glorification has occurred. At this time, the love that had held this community of followers and disciples had finally been broken. For me, I think reading this passage, even though it makes us uncomfortable, because I think so many of us sit here and can probably think of a time that somebody that we really loved betrayed us or let us down. And if we think a bit harder, we might remember a time that we betrayed or let somebody down that really loved and depended on us. We don't like to be in this moment where we can't really hide from the human emotion and actions of betrayal. But what's important in this, this moment is that Jesus knew from the beginning that Judas would betray him. And he loved him in spite of it and maybe even because of it. That even when we may choose to go out into the night, which for John means to go out and break relationship completely, to leave the light of Christ, even when we choose to do that, Jesus loves us and will continue to take on the passion that is about to occur, the arrest, the crucifixion, and the death, because he loves us so much, even if we betray him. Amen.